listening to Around Comics. To Around Comics episode 414, Trade Talks, Star Wars, The War of the Bounty Hunters, Volume 1. Why is my camera so What's up with your camera? I'm low. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. Somebody's messing with my camera, man. I had a weird moment today. I I was in the bathroom on my phone, and I, like, picked up my... I just, like... Pulled the, my phone out of my pocket and I'm doing something. I don't know. Yeah. I was looking on Instagram or something, and I noticed the camera light was on my phone, and I'm like, I'm not using the camera right now. Why is the camera light on my phone? And I'm in so the I, bathroom. I don't know. I'm assuming Russian yeah. spies. Russia. Uh, you know, <laughs> Putin. Putin's yeah. uh, interested in my bathroom activities. Putin wanted to see your pooping. Putin. Yeah. <laughs> What's happening, fellas? Hey. Welcome back yeah. to another fine Thursday Happy Thursday. evening. Happy Thursday. It's around Comics Day. Yay. Yeah. I, I, new phone books are in. The new phone books are in. The new- <laughs> Cue the crowd. <laughs> did uh, did anyone watch uh, Moon Knight? I did not the yet. first episode? I did. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. We won't, we don't, you know, we don't need to When are we going to talk about that? We're going to talk about that on XTV, which if you are a patron of this here show, you have access to that. It uh, does Sal and Maya's chance to uh, talk about TV and movies once a week. And you can find out more at patreon.com forward slash around comics. Right there, right there on the bottom of your screen. Join and subscribe. Join and subscribe, yeah. Patreon. Yeah. Even though uh, yeah. we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to hold off on the Moon Knight talk because uh, we lied last week. We didn't do K Billy Super Sounds. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. so we're doing we're doing Death Proof this week. Yes, a little scheduling yes. conflict. Nice. I uh, I I um I w- I watched Planet Terror as well. So yeah. I have comments for both. That, You're ready. I still have to. Yeah. I still have to watch that. I have it on Blu-ray. It's not on any streaming service. It's like you got to buy it for like mm. 15 bucks on Amazon to stream it. So, uh, yeah, I got to throw the old Blu-ray in. But uh, I watched it on DVD. Nice. I don't even have it on Blu-ray. I have it on DVD. Oh, I, got, I, got the, I got the double feature right here. Yeah. So I got the, the Blu-ray double nice. feature version, which is, is cool. So, yeah. I had – so my – I have – I don't have it with me, but it's it was like – Back in back in the day when it came out, it was like the steel book edition. Yeah, the steel case. And it was two, it was two DVDs and then a third extra DVD and a paper sleeve. And I'm like, I wonder what's and it was a blank. There was nothing on the DVD. It was yeah. just like this blank DVD DVD in a fucking plain paper, you know, sleeve. And I'm like, what is on this? And I put it in and it was um it was like a 40-minute interview with Robert Rodriguez at the uh the Alamo Theater oh, draft uh, house. in, in Austin. Oh. Yeah, the draft house. Uh, because they screened it there and like and this is the one of the things, this is Planet Terror. Um well, we'll talk about it. but I just one of the cool things was uh he has a uh, two audio commentaries on the DVD. One is him talking, you know, mm-hmm. a regular the director's audio commentary. The other is the crowd reaction from the screening at the Alamo draft. Well, that's house. awesome. <laughs> and it was, I watched, I only watched like the first yeah. five minutes of, of it, but it was pretty cool. It was like, this is kind of neat yeah. to, to yeah. hear the crowd audience. I, and I, I don't know that I've, I've ever seen anyone do that before. Gasp. And that was DVD cool. extra. Yeah. And mm, laughing. Uh, DVD yeah. extras. That's a, yeah. DVD. I, I don't even watch, I don't even have DVDs. Yeah. I don't buy them anymore. I don't, but yeah, blue. I don't own a. I don't know if I own. I do have maybe a couple. I have Blu-rays. a Blu-ray player that's so but. old that um, it has like the pre-settings to like blockbuster streaming. 
Like if you're on the <laughs> that's how old my blue that's, is. That's and that's probably yeah. the last that time. Is an, I, I mean, I don't play any of my That is an artifact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just PlayStations. So yeah. that's, yeah. I, I, I've got my, the PS4. I moved upstairs. So technically I've got a Blu-ray player upstairs now. I've been contemplating getting a, a 4K player, but I don't really want to. I don't really want to buy yeah, fucking right? DVDs yeah, anymore, yeah. you know. But there is. I do like extras. I, I am an extras fan. It depends. You know, Some of them are pretty good. You got to drill down yeah. into it. I don't. I don't like. I, I've talked about this before. <laughs> I'm of the David Lynch school of like deleted scenes, where it's like I, most of the time you watch them and you're like, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. Yep. There's a good reason that was yeah, deleted. So it's pretty boring. Didn't yeah. make it. <laughs> I will say I saw the the Batman deleted scene of the Joker yeah. scene where he he goes and talks to the Joker in uh, Arkham uh, Hospital, and it was okay. I mean, but it's like, yeah, I can see like, why they why they movie twenty three hours long. Make much. Yeah, it's there already was three yeah. hours. We got to cut something. Something. Gotta, yeah. yes. Um. Yes. No segue that I can come up with for this. But uh, but yeah, let's talk about our book. It's Trade Talks. This is our Trade Talk. Very nice. It's my favorite stinger. I love that. This is this is Tom's trade. With talks. an this assist this is with an assist from you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is essentially it's, it's, yeah. It's fine. So, I don't mind. Yeah, you're you're double. I feel like you're court packing, Sal. So. Oh no, no, it's a good choice. If I didn't like the choice, I would have said no. But uh, yeah, yeah, Tom would have. So there, I'm, I'm holding up. It's the the War of the Bounty Hunters, um, which came out. It's, uh, it's Marvel. Um, yep. This was this one was a. Uh, this is what like a zero issue, and then the five issue uh, it's an series alpha issue, dude. <laughs> alpha, that is not, not calling zero. zero issues anymore. No, you got your alpha, you got mm-hmm. your omegas. No, it's a uh, it, the the alpha issue is the one that McNiven does. Yes, yes. yeah, Charles Soule and yeah. McNiven, yeah. and it's pretty. Yeah. It's he does a nice Star Wars. He does yeah, a nice Star a Wars great, universe. It's, it's yeah. yeah, it's really good. It's kind of the old marketing trick. You bring in like the the superstar artist for that first issue, and then uh, you know issue two, wham, is gone. Whammo. Then it's you got yeah, and, and, I, it, I, and nothing against. I didn't. I, didn't, I will. I actually, no, and I didn't dislike the other art. Yeah, yeah uh, Luke Ross and uh, uh, David Messina did the. They were also good, but I mean, like McNiven's yeah. obviously like. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, top, top tier. tier, top yeah. level, elite. Yeah. He's, He's an elite, elite uh, level. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we could. It was a bit of a transition to go from his stuff to to a, a different, definitely yeah. a different style of art. And uh, but once I got past a few pages and got into the story, it, it yeah. wasn't that. No, bad. it's nice. And it's, it's actually a very a very good Star Wars artist. Nailed, nailed all the characters because this is these are fanboy bones being thrown left and right in this. So. Oh yeah, it's fat. I mean, it's uh, having read some of the tie-in issues to this too. This really is the best part of okay. the story. Like, it's really this. Like, the heart of it is this. Like, all the extra stuff. Some of it is better than others, but sort of also kind of unnecessary and kind of you know like classic I, I, would, I would like i would like to address this right now because sal suggests this book and it is a contained little mini series kind of it it was part of a massive star wars event that was like 32 issues of comics no you that got it are intertwined with this no but you got so, the part that's good yeah yeah, 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 but it's I've, like Secret I've, Wars two, and only oh, reading the Secret Wars two miniseries. Yeah. You're gonna be a little fucking lost. I was a little lost. And well, I would, I would, on, I would honestly argue that you didn't miss anything. <laughs> okay, but, you know, like there's no, especially the other tie-ins are simply about how those other characters get to you know, Boba Fett. 
involved yeah, in the story. Yeah, right? none of it's like of any consequence to the actual story in, in any way. Um, okay. Yeah, and so you're not. I mean, there's nothing other than like maybe you're like, who's Doctor Afra? Well, I mean, that's just comic books. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there were some characters. I'm like, why does this guy look like a superhero? Who is, who is this, this guy? guy? The the dude at the end who's got like a robot face, oh, and blaster uh, fingers. He's you from know? like the old Star Wars comic books. Like, he's a character. Okay. I looked it up when I read the the crossover to it. But it, I mean, it's yeah. it's stuff like that. I, I mean, it's like stuff that I think that even if you read the individual issues, you'd still be like, wait, who is this guy? Like, it, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah. things of that nature. And, and this is this is a good thing because I love that the I love the universe that that they are building within you know underneath the the whole Star Wars umbrella. But you really kind of have to know the current state of Star Wars comics to really get all of this, and that's and that's fine because they put a lot of work into building that and expanding on everything, like Doctor Afra. Well, that- not only that but i I mean the you know the the main storyline is you know it happens in between obviously uh empire and jedi empire and and and, yeah return of the jedi but it also has a character you know character in it from the han solo movie that came out you know and and you know plays off that so if you're not if you didn't see that movie Mm -hmm. you may not understand you know the whole crimson dawn thing and and uh, that could seem a little weird, but I thought that was actually kind of cool. I was like, oh, when that you know when, when they sort of revealed it was a, you know Crimson Dawn was involved and in, and that character, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, yeah. I, I'm glad they kind of brought her back. Found a way to Absolutely. use that character. I mean, I I would say yeah. like for a book where you know how it's going to end, like you <laughs> yeah. right, like we know, but with absolutely uh, right. Where this all yeah, ends, all ends yeah. up. They actually did a really good job of like kind of keeping the twists and turns coming. So you're kind mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. you know how it's going to end, but they do a pretty good job of like keeping you guessing at how it's going to actually yeah. get there. So, I mean, credit yeah. to them for finding that way of like maintaining, uh, you know, like intrigue. Sus- yeah, suspense. suspense. A bit of a, yeah. Because you're like, wait, I know how this is going to end, but how are they going to get to it? You yeah. know, and like, Lando and Leia and Chewie are not going to die here. Yeah. You know, Darth they're, Vader they're not is not going to cut Han Solo in half. Yeah, they're but, going to live. Yeah. They're know? also not going to get him. They're not going to recover Han Solo. So it's sort of like, yeah. you know, right. it's constantly going to fail. So, like, and it kind of gives you a reason why, you know, Boba Fett's kind of quiet all the time he's a little tired yeah. at this point you know by the time we see him you know he's, he's worn out he's had enough he just wants his money yeah. he's, he's done. done he's sick of this whole han solo asshole he doesn't want anything to do with this and guy. all these scrub <laughs> bounty hunters showing up trying to take their shot at him you know like <laughs> doing it which yeah. is fun because like they kind of did a really nice job of sprinkling that in there too of like oh it's been a little while now it's time for bosk to show up yeah, you know, and yeah. like here comes Dengar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they found, you know, like just when like he get past one bounty hunter, here comes the next one, you know, and they kind of spaced it out and kind of gave all of them. I I hope, I mean, I I hope Bosk escaped. I don't know how Bosk dies, but <laughs> well, apparently know. he can regrow limbs. You can regrow limbs, and uh, but not good, not good in the cold. Not no cold blooded. <laughs> He's yeah. a lizard, man. Cold blooded. So as cold blooded as Boba Fett. <laughs> that was one of the things I enjoyed the most of this comic, and I enjoyed this actually quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, it was fun. But uh, was the ruthlessness of Boba Fett? Like, I, I, it was the first time where it was like, I felt, oh, this character is actually kind of as cool as I always imagined yeah. he was, because he's just he, he's absolutely ruthless. He does not care about anyone or anything other than getting the job done. Um, and he's not, you know, he wasn't just sort of like a, you know, I don't know. He wasn't, he had his own sort of style mm-hmm. and he had his own thing. But he, I mean, I I was a little surprised at just how brutal he was yeah. and, and just uncaring. And some of the times where he was just like, nah. I, you know, I'm going to kind of Gordian knot this thing and just blaster yeah. my way through. I don't, you know, no, we're done. I love the scene shit. where he's like, 
we, we both know he's talking to robot face. He's like, we both know at the end of this, whenever we get there, that one of us is, is going to have to make the decision on when to, when to take the other one out. He's like, mm -hmm. it's like, no, now is that time. time. <laughs> <laughs> this, we have reached that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, did you guys, so I, I, I wanted to ask you, cause I, I did this the, almost the entire way through it. As I was reading it, I was reading it in voices. Oh, yeah, it can't so help it. I, I, <laughs> right? I actually like, had the John Williams soundtrack playing yeah. while I was reading <laughs> nice. it. I mean, it's, it's, and it. it's written like in a way where like he really does capture the voices of the characters. You know, like you yeah. can mm -hmm. really imagine uh, Lando Carizian telling um, Chewbacca <laughs> to beat Boba Fett's ass. <laughs> <laughs> or you know, or like talking about how he ruined his best only, cape and stuff. You know, like the only one. I had, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he na that he nails Calrissian. Mm -hmm. The only one I had trouble with was uh, Jabba the Hutt because I was yeah. sort of reading it in his voice, but I was imagining what it would actually sound like in his yeah, language. Yeah. So I was having this. Okay. Uh, also, a little weird seeing a a, a hut. A jacked hut on a spaceship wearing headphones. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. And I just yeah. had a moment where I stopped and was like, yeah, these are fucking comics. Do it, man. Yeah. It's <laughs> I I was I laughed out loud at the the jacked like power lifter body yeah. hut. Like he's like six pack, huge shoulders and pecs, but he's still as fat. Alpha male, like, alpha male his... hunt, just like <laughs> Yeah. Taking like brain pills and uh, <laughs> uh yeah, there was a lot of fun stuff in this. I, I definitely uh, enjoyed it. Uh and like you said, it was it was cool that I did kind of get lost in the story and I was like, how's this like the first time I think I had the, that moment was like when all of a sudden Han Solo started to defrost. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, what? Hold on a second. And, I, and then I'm like, oh, that yeah, can't happen. this is all. Yeah. I'm like, at first, I'm like, that can't happen. That He's didn't happen. But I'm like, well, yeah, of course it, it could have happened. You know, and the way they they sort of kept doing that sort of stuff where, you know, uh, you know, Solo frozen in carbonite just kind of goes from one place to the next to the next. And how's he going to get him back? How's, you know, because like you said, you know, he's going to. Yeah. But there was a lot of interesting twists and turns to the it. The thing that surprised me is whenever they had the reveal of of Chewie and Leia and and Lando, I was just like, I was almost disappointed. It's like, no, I don't want them in this book. I I just want to keep watching <laughs> Boba Fett run around killing other bounty hunters. It's that that was more than entertaining enough for me. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think they did a good job though of like of. Uh, um sort of balancing all that stuff out it doesn't become like even though luke mm -hmm. shows up it's not a luke story yeah. you know like yes. like yeah like he plays that's the only thing part. that struck me a little weird is i i don't know how true that rang that that luke is like he's like i'm not ready to fight him yet you know because luke had been impulsive and if it meant saving his friends he would have been down there but he's like no i'm gonna lure him away and we're gonna get into a dog fight because i'm not ready to fight him yet that was the only thing that was a little weird to me jack jack hut was fine but but luke not wanting <laughs> to <fight laughs> yet was yeah. was a little too yeah, out like, there yeah, for you, you yeah. yeah. <laughs> no i could see that uh okay point taken no, yeah I could see it too, yeah. though. I think, I think, but no, I think your point is true in the in the sense that, you know, to both that and and what Tom was saying is like, you know, they didn't. If they would have gone the other direction, now all of a sudden it turns into a Luke Skywalker story. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't, you know. So it's like, no, we can't have Luke fight, you know, Darth Vader at this point. Yeah. Um, but he did fight what's her name from the Kira. Crimson Island, so that was yeah, that cool. was cool. Yeah. Darth Vader was cool in this too. And it was like, yeah, it was that. It was like, it was, it was fun in that way that every time a character showed up, they were kind of cool, right? So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, here's Bosk, here's Dingar, here's like LOM4, whatever that, you know, like they all kind of get their little moment to be kind of Lobot yeah. gets his, uh, 
moment in the sun. Lobot. Hey, it's as much it's as much Admiral Piet that you know I've ever yeah. enjoyed reading in my in my life. Even Admiral that Piet guy gets could, his little moment yeah. where he's like, "All right, call the emperor." You know, like, "Yep, and, I'm going to daddy." Yeah, I mean, yeah, so I, it was cool in that like it is very fan. You know, it gives the fans everything they kind of want, but it still mm-hmm. is tells a pretty good story and yeah. it was a lot of fun to read and like i it, it's a, a, a fast read because of like the pace like it moves at where like stuff keeps happening and like it's just like rolling through you know the this the the whole situation i mean if you haven't read it i won't spoil it but it, yeah it takes place in yeah. between empire strikes back and return uh, return of the jedi and it's i read of, it in one sitting it's yeah it, i read it, it, it was yeah it's it kicks Very off. Very easy to do that. Boba Fett has to stop to help uh, to get um, some repairs done on like the carbonite freezing of Han Solo because it's destabilized, and then someone steals Han Solo, and Boba Fett's got to get him back to bring it to uh, uh, to Jabba, and then Jabba puts a bounty mm-hmm. out on Boba Fett because he <laughs> thinks best. Boba Fett's trying to like fuck him over, and like it. So, I mean, then that's the tone of the whole story is all these twists and turns and like, who's going to backstab who and like, uh, you know, who's working with whom and like just dropping tons of characters constantly. Han Solo is almost a MacGuffin in this. Oh, totally. He's just the object. Yeah. He's the object that everyone is after for whatever reason. Yeah. And just like, plus a ripped, a ripped hut. Which you can't argue with, right? <laughs> Ripped hut. A, a, a jacked hut. Yeah, jacked hut. So, yeah, I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of the Star Wars comics, and this is probably mm-hmm. reading it like this. Charles Soul, man. Yeah, he does such a good job. He gets the voices of the characters so well, and like, uh, they just uh, find really cool ways to like carve out little stories in between the stories you already know, you know, and finding like, ways of making those compelling without you know like i guess without like that you know so it's the challenge it's like i don't know you don't want every story to like retcon everything you think you know about star wars constantly because that's also exhausting and kind of like well that's not what Mm -hmm. i like I like the movies. Yeah. That's why I'm reading this. You know, <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm reading. You, it. you want the just well, give, me give me more, more of that. You, want, you want the the stories yeah. that walk walk between the raindrops. Isn't yeah. that how we've you know kind of described yeah. it? You know, it's, it's it it and that's the Jason Aaron comics did that really well. Where it's like, yeah, all of this absolutely is plausible and could have happened in between mm-hmm. Star Wars and Empire mm-hmm. and the Empire and and Jedi. And I don't know if anyone has done it better than Charles Soul. If you if you like this, go read his Darth Vader series. Yeah, it is awesome. I mean, the da- old Chucky Sule, the, uh, Darth Vader comics, General Sole. Have, been, have been pretty cool. Which would be something that I would have doubted. Which ones? The Dar- Darth Vader comics in general. No, oh, have been they're awesome. Have been awesome and. Uh, it's something I wouldn't have necessarily believed if you told me. I would have been like, eh, I don't know. Some characters, the like, more you see them, the more you're like, eh, it's not that special. But they do a really good job of making Vader compelling whenever he shows up and like making him interesting and like giving him little twists to his own, you know, yeah. plausible twists to his own character of how he interacts with like. The other characters within his stories and he's he's kind of like he's a heavy for a mob boss and he's got his own side shit going on yeah exactly it, yeah and he's got his own like ambitions of things that like he wants to do and like yeah but he's also got to follow the emperor and like he there's shit that he doesn't necessarily want the emperor to fucking know about yeah and like yeah. it's an interesting and plausible way of treating that character who mm-hmm. you know is always rad to see when he shows up you know goes in yeah <laughs> yeah that you know my, one of my favorite scenes in the in the book was that whole auction scene with all the characters bidding on han solo and like sort of yeah like the <laughs> the mechanics of that and like you know darth vader showing up 
at the last minute and just being like, it doesn't matter. All of you belong to the emperor. <laughs> Very Vader yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not participating in this. Oh, but then also getting mad at the guy for not winning the auction. Being like, what, the, em the empire <laughs> didn't, you know. We couldn't like, fork out. Yeah. It's not in this. Cool. It's not in this quarter's budget, man. Yeah, <laughs> and and also I love the you know the uh, um, the auctioneer just being like, well, you know, there's still a matter yeah. of payment. You, you know, just hey, I I respect the fact that you can take just come him. in and take over this this uh, mm -hmm. auction, but you know, you're gonna pay me, and uh, that didn't that didn't happen. But, uh, it was it was yeah. A good so was job too. was was Java out a yeah. million credits? <laughs> Question. No, he never really had to pay Java, for it. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's really I mean, the auction. So who who's the loser here? The auction house. Mm -hmm. That's who the loser is. True loser. The, uh, talking man, about we're talking about important dawn. jobs being lost. I here. still didn't. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, so evidently, you know, at the end of it, we were sort of giving this. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it, it leads to the Crimson Dawn book, which I haven't yeah. read. Um. So what was her plan then? Like, because obviously she was the one that sort of initiated this whole thing of stealing uh, Han Solo. She wanted to and then the auction. She wanted to weaken the relationship between the Huts and the Empire. Um, I think it was just generally was so chaos of like. In, was in that what, was that what Crimson Dawn does? Well, or just like, hey, here's all these people. You know, like invite everyone. But in the end, invite she, everyone. And like something, it'll get crazy. Something will happen. Like something right. like people will start writing. But she was hoping, I mean, she was trying to help the rebels, you know, Luke and... Or, and kind Leia of, and, and yeah. Get, get, kind of get Han. Uh, yeah, I think so she... I she, thought that was well, kind of interesting. That. It's like... Their relationship, yeah. you know. I would, I would have preferred it if he had, you know... Right. End up with the rebels, but uh, he didn't. But you know, that's to make an omelet, you got to break a couple eggs. Yeah. Is kind of the feeling that you got there. Say la vie, mm -hmm. say la vie. Bob, yeah, it was. Boba it was. Fett uh, got paid. It was good. Boba Fett got his <laughs> job done at the end of the day. Just pay me, pay me, motherfucker. Pay me. That's right. That's how it goes. Pay me or else. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's a perfect segue to uh, the next segment of the show. Hey guys, support for this episode of Around Comics is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, Around Comics listeners, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code ACES20, that's A-C-E-S-20, at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. So, guys, Manscaped is sponsoring uh, Around Comics for the next month. We'd love if yeah. Around Comics listeners and viewers were to join in on the Manscaped revolution. Uh, I've been a Manscaped, actually, uh, a user for a couple of years now. Um, mm. I don't know about you, but I've in the past had some accidents and there's nothing quite scarier than when you yeah. nick uh the old sack it's not it, yeah. it bleeds like a we don't, want blood. we don't want blood down there we, we're, we're getting in we're getting into a to tmi range but uh you know yeah this is definitely something that you want to use you know the the right equipment at the right time for this. You, you don't want to you don't there's yeah you don't want to don't want to drink a lot of coffee beforehand <laughs> you don't want to be jittery you, no. you need a steady hand yeah. but the, the nice thing with the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is it's got a it, well one thing is it's waterproof you can take it in the shower and use mm -hmm. it so you don't have to get you know hair all over the bathroom floor yeah or i always think about like uh uh what was yeah. that tv show with um uh, Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm in the middle when she's yes, shaving him. Exactly where you were going. <laughs> you know, so you can do it in the shower, but it's it, you know because of the way it's designed, uh, it has a light on it, so you can really you know you can get down and dirty. You can really see um, where you know you need to focus on. You precision. need precision, exactly. Well, precision. As, as, as you don't want to be sloppy down there. Hey, as a man of a certain age, I'm <laughs> I I appreciate more the nose and ear trimmers. 
Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. Tom probably doesn't realize this yet. You will someday. Oh soon. no, I. Are oh, you already I, there? Oh yeah, I yeah, got, I got some back hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's thick, thick coarse, grows fa- fast, furious. Well, they, the the uh, what do they call it? They the, it's the um, weed whacker. That's what they call the nose and tr- you know it's a nice yeah. little. All, all their devices are so nice. They're such great design. Like the physical product design of those items are just awesome they they have a, a great feel to them and and they're rechargeable they have you know the the lawnmower has a base that you just plug it in and it recharges which is awesome and uh and it protects you from you know accidents yeah. it, you know you, yeah. you just don't you don't want to have those those things happen to you it's not a good thing it's not yeah. i've had it happen and 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 the reality is like we're coming out of winter we got some winter bush going on, you know. I'm, just, uh, I'm, gonna, th- I'm gonna throw out. Two it's bathing suit I'm season. Throw out two yes. words that are gonna make you want to buy this product. What's that? Grab and tear. <laughs> Grab and tear. Yeah. You don't want that. All right. So Speedos. around comes. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, you know, speedos are are essential to swimmers, and you don't. You yeah. can't have. You can't have a little. You know. You can't have the stuff coming out crawling out of there if, you, yeah, if you're going to speed those cover summer <laughs> summer's coming here folks yeah. you got to get ready so if you are an around comics listener you can get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code aces 20 at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com just use the code aces 20 unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped one of the most important jobs if if not the most if important. not the most important yeah. it's top five it goes top five. president <laughs> superman superman yeah, yeah uh guy that's supreme court right supreme court supreme court Justice, maybe uh, maybe supreme, uh, we're who not knows? sure yet we're not sure yeah but it's in there it's in the top five mayor as as mayor uh, <laughs> barista maybe i don't know yeah and and manscaped uh yeah and yeah. Manscape, yeah, Manscape. That's your list, yeah, Manscape. That's there you go. That's the list. Use the code Aces twenty, get twenty percent off. So there we yeah. go. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Manscape. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, what else we got? Uh, I, I think we all enjoyed um, yeah. that. Who's picking? Yeah, it? who's next? Your, it's like in golf. Your shot, your shot again, Sal. <laughs> your honor, your honor. Uh, <laughs> Shit. Well, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a choice. Oh, mm. uh, be, because I uh, I can't decide between two things. I wanted, okay. So I was I was gonna I was gonna say I wanted to because the Moon Knight okay. show mm-hmm. just okay. came cool. out, cool. just premiered. I thought maybe we could go back and read some original Moon Knight, like how but, original. Well, I didn't want to go back to like the. You like know, uh, werewolf, wolf, oh, werewolf yeah. by night. George, George. Originally. Yeah, it was a wolfman. <laughs> was that? Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking maybe the Lemire, uh, the first volume of the Lemire, Greg Smallwood. Mm. Uh, that's on. Or or the other one I had is a book that I've been wanting to do for a while, which is um, uh, shit. Now I forgot the name of oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, God damn it! I forgot the name of the book. Oh, makes it hard. For, well, guess, it makes it hard for us to, yeah. to choose. <laughs> I, uh, it's the it's the King Arthur one. Um, oh, once in future. No. Yes, once in future. Ah. That that's the book. The one once in thank you, thank you for saving me on that. Once in future. So I was thinking either yeah maybe the the Lemire Smallwood Moon Knight, which isn't that old. I mean, yeah. That's, or yeah, yeah. Because the problem is is on Hoopla. It's like there's an epic collection that collects like 400 pages of Moon Knight. But we don't want to read yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, that's way too much. Um, or there's like a there is a, a, a Senkevich collection. Yeah, that's a little smaller. We could do, uh, or or once in future. What? So I don't know what you guys. What do you guys want? What do you? What Let's do, you feel do like once in month? future? I haven't read it. Yes, once yeah. in future. All right. Agreed. Once. Well, there future, we go. Once in future. One. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. It's on the hoopla. It is on the hoopla. Love the hoopla. All right. There's my pick for this month. Pick made. I'll figure one out for next month. (laughs) (laughs) 
when Chris forgets. When Chris forgets, you'll be like, "Oh, I already. I, I've got. I've got a couple. I got a couple ideas." Uh, I'm never. Yeah, it's it's never devoid yeah. of a. I kind of like the. I kind of like to come up with with two picks and and, and have pick. the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might. Oh, I might I, do I, that. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, yeah just go. Okay, what it's do you like going to do? a Billy Joel concert? That's how he had. You know, he'd have two songs, and the crowd would tell him which one to play. But he always knew which one the crowd was going to tell him. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we wanted to, we could do something like, you know, patrons get to pick uh, a book of the. How, how about how about if you join the comments section during shows, your your vote counts. So, Greg Porter, would you like that? Ah, uh, yeah, the AC bump, baby. <laughs> Everyone experience. Uh, yeah. When you advertise yeah, cool. on Around Comics, you will gain. You get that, you AC, get that bump. AC bump. You got to start uh, start looking for a new warehouse because you're gonna need. You're gonna be That's moving right. a lot of stuff. Product. A lot of product. You, you're gonna have to rethink your whole rethink your whole business. You're moving plan. moving units. Um. Yeah. Hey, I did read some comics uh, this week. Me too. If you guys did. What did you read? Yeah. What, Thomas, what did you read? I read Immortal X-Men number one. Oh, I haven't read I that. I read it. It was cool. Was it good? Yeah. It was awesome. Are they immortal? They will not die? Yeah. I mean, that's not new. They've been immortal for a couple of years now. But, uh, uh, it, I mean, kind of. They keep getting, they can now resurrect. But yeah, it was rad. We'll talk about it once you guys read it because there's who did it uh i'm looking karen gillen wrote it and i'm trying to oh. remember who that isn't karen, does karen gillen do once in future yes i believe he does yeah, there you go let me look it up give me one second we knew oh, we knew pretty. him when someone warwick yeah. some yes we did we, we did, did know him when we we talked to him long before he ever dreamed of writing for the x-men like yeah well we just, uh talked to he and jamie whenever uh, phonogram. 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 Yeah. Which is still, uh, uh, Lucas Warnick. Warnick. I hope I'm pronouncing mm -hmm. that right. Is the uh, artist on Immortal It's very pretty. Yes, it's a very pretty book. Very, very Mr. Sinister focused. Yes, yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's very pretty funny. It's, and it's got okay. uh, uh, a, a really great reveal at the end if you've been following sort of the X books. Uh, the last couple I, years nice i'm hit or miss on the x books but i still enjoy them when they're when i like you know when i find one that i like oh you know it's like oh this is this is fun yeah. again. this looks fun this looks good yeah i mean it's i i really like how the the sort of hickman take on the x-men what they've sort of done with mr sinister as well as a character it just like have made him more fun like a more, more sinister, oh. yeah, yeah, more like a sinister, more fun. Well, no, like more sin, like he acts like a character who would call himself Mister Sinister, which is like a dumb okay. name to name yourself. It's always but, been a dumb name. Yeah, but like, is it? Is it? But yeah, I mean, when, you guys should read it. It's good. It, it's my probably one of my favorite X books since the Hickman stuff. As far as like, oh, wow, just an interesting voice and like uh, using sort of the the status quo and sort of like the way they play with like the Hickman info drop, you mm -hmm. know, or like which has been kind of in some of the X books, it's really cool the way they sort of use Hickman's like sort of design uh, approach of yeah. like here's a way to give you a bunch of info they do some really fun stuff in this one where there's like a page where they have all these various secrets, sinister secrets. And it's got like a color coded thing of like all, all mutants, all, <laughs> all mutants know this, but no humans or known only to the mutants involved and it like lifts off all the, and then there's one that's like not known. So it like reveals one secret that nobody's known until like that point. It was just, it was fun. It was like a cool way of like, Kind of catching you up on different things and sort of like throwing a little cliffhanger in there. Yeah, nice. I recommend it. I'm looking forward yeah. to reading it. I, I am. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, it's cool. 
Uh, I, I'm trying to remember what I read. Chris, what did you read? I, I, I can't fucking remember. Uh, uh the uh, Batman uh, Beyond the White Knight came out. This oh week. yeah, yeah, yeah. I read that. Sean Murphy, beautifulness. It's not even goodness. It's beautifulness. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, he's awesome. It's uh, this continues the the story in the world that he's created the whole white knight world and uh uh this one is not what i expected and i i love that it's i mean it's it's in the not so distant future uh but how they do the whole batman beyond thing is pretty secondary in the first issue it's i like the play on words because it's not batman beyond colon the white knight it's bat it's uh what it's batman yeah. colon yeah batman colon beyond batman. the white knight yes punctuation matters in the in the title so it's beyond the white knight beyond, beyond. yeah i uh uh, Murph, Sean Murphy has really kind of carved out a little, you know, world for himself here. He just yeah. keeps, which, how cool is that? Like, you're that fucking good where I'm just going to create Batman books of my own, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and nobody, you know, and other people are going to probably touch on it. But it's like that's all I'm going to do mm -hmm. now. I'm just going to make my own Batman yeah. books. <laughs> and that's, DC that's is just pleased as punch. To do yeah. It. Yeah. That's that's pretty cool. Like uh, that has to be um, fulfilling, I would imagine, for for uh, for him to just be like, okay. Uh, well, I love it I'm, because yeah. it, I mean, it's when a Sean Murphy book came out. It was it was kind of a you know I don't want to say a special event, but it's like oh shit, right? There's a book by Sean Murphy. He doesn't do that much work, and and now it's like you. It looks like he's putting out a pretty regular amount of, of content with these, which is awesome. I think he's getting, I hope I think he's getting paid real well. I hope he's okay. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, you know <laughs> there's not something wrong with yeah. him. He's like, I, I got to get, yeah. get this stuff out there. <laughs> I got to get this Batman stuff out now. Yeah. And I can't believe, I mean, he, he's the writer on this. I, had no, it's pretty good. It's, it's really good. It's surprisingly yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, I think he keeps getting better with it too. Mm -hmm. Like I think out of the, all the white knight stuff, I think this is so far the best of it as far as, as the most um, fluid mm -hmm. in his writing. Like I think the, the, the first one he did, it was a little chunky. It was really pretty times, to look at. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was real pretty to look at, but, but, you know, there were times where it was a little harder to, to get through, maybe, and then the second one was a little better, and then this one is he, he just you know he's just getting better as a writer, mm -hmm. which yeah. is great. It's cool. It's cool to see writing not that hard, you know. Right. <laughs> I yeah. I, I just I want I just that. want big deluxe editions of these. I don't know if they've made them or not, but uh, I just I want to yeah, I, I want to see it in a bigger in a bigger format. Because they come out in the they are they do they come out trades. in the yeah. are they? Yeah. But they come. I thought they come out. They come out in issues. But are they in the um the black label? No, it's uh, <clears throat> their standard comic book size. Oh, so that's that's yeah. kind of a shame. It, they should have been black label. He probably didn't want to. Though. I I think black label was less of a known quantity at the time, and right, I right. bet you, I. I'd be really interested, but not that to, to see what the breakdown is in comic shops that don't carry the black label because of the size difference. I love black label. Yeah. I just well, love if it. you're a comic shop that doesn't carry them, you're fucking stupid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. there's there's that yeah, yeah. it's not so the right, there it's Dummies. not the right size it's not the right size it's like, mm -hmm. come on that's where you're going out of business this is your this problem this is all this is your problem like this thing it's not the comics come in one size and every if if it's not that size what do i do I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do. I don't know what, 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 what do I do with this. 
Yeah. Well, you know, comic book shop yeah. owners are not always the most uh, forward thinking. No. Maybe. No. Not always. Some well, are. Some are good. We've we've known we've some known good some ones. Good. We've known some bad ones. We've known some bad. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't have anything to add to this conversation as far as what I've read. I can't remember anything that I read. I don't. You've lost I, uh, uh, DC ver DC versus va vampires. I did read yeah. that. I don't. Remember, Surprise I don't twist. We we find. Uh, oh the, yeah, the, the yeah, true yeah, king yeah, of vampires. The, the king of vampires revealed, which was weird. It was weird. Like what? Why would he be the king of vampires other than you wanted to hide it? Like, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, we've talked that that character for me is the central character in the DC universe. All things kind of lead back to that character. They revolve around him. Should have been Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been fucking amazing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, I'm all on board Lobo, with. king of the vampires. Love a good Lobo. Listen, I bastages i already killed one plant yeah. now i'm gonna do it again <laughs> <laughs> although i what uh, how do you even turn can you turn lobo into a vampire uh, that's a good question possible yeah greg porter what do you say yeah fans what do you, could could lobo be turned into a vampire because isn't his blood you can't be undead but he is immortal right yeah or, or is he like he can regenerate from like a single drop of blood right I'm trying to remind. I mean, like Lobo's right. powers are immaterial. Like Lobo can do whatever is necessary for. I mean, that's just kind of <laughs> for the story. This is kind of Lobo. Yeah. Like trying to like sit down and quantify exactly yeah. what Lobo can do. It can be kind Who of. Who created like, Lobo? Was it? It was Giffen, wasn't was it? it? Was it Giffen? I think yeah. it was Giffen. Yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. I mean, he rides that like sounds, a motorcycle through great. space. So it's like, oh wait, yep. Fucking. Yeah, it's Keith Giffen and Roger <laughs> Cipher. Slifer. No. Slifer. Yeah. I don't know that I, name. I always felt like Lobo was just about the most 90s of 90s characters. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he was the extreme. Yeah. But it was, you know, I think Giffen did it almost as a joke yeah. to some degree. Yeah. It's just, just like completely a lean lot of it. characters like that. Fans took it seriously. You got to remember, you know? he first appeared in the 80s. He was in Omega Men. Was his first? Okay. His, mm, yeah. I mean, I mean, he obviously has gone through many. You know, like he kind of fit the '90s iterations vibe. Yeah, uh, but you know, Lobo is sort of like. He, I I feel like he's aged very well because he's kind of like he's kind of like. I mean, it's funny. He's like ambush bug, right? Like, kind of like. <laughs> always, there's always room for like a character who's perhaps less serious. Who exists within a universe but is extremely not that serious in that universe and like having him sort of run into characters who are not like sort of as goofy you know what i mean like he's yeah. just like an interesting character he's, like when he Amb was ambush bug is is in uh, uh war for earth three yeah if you've been reading that i have not been reading that uh, <laughs> he's in it ambush bug isn't it you know like it's always fun to see lobo yeah. like when lobo was in 52 it was such like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, there's Lobo. And yeah, like he's riding, he rides like a space motorcycle and like worships a dolphin. And like, you know. Well, I think as long as, <laughs> as long as the, the, the storytellers don't take Lobo too Yeah, serious, exactly. Yeah. It, it works out yeah, okay. It's you know like, I mean? like he's kind of goofy and he's kind of like over the top on purpose and like fun in that yeah sense. that's what yeah. he's supposed to be i mean you know yeah he's not it's not you know i mean he's yeah you can't you can't take like lobo versus superman is a perfect example of like this is that's how you write lobo like he's a he's a you know he's an ass yeah. like yeah. he's supposed to be he's a, you know yeah. he's not gonna back away from yeah. no freaking kryptonian there was a backlash on yeah. lobo at one time though like Lobo, you know what i mean and i was always like fuck that no lobo's cool uh, but there was, was a, the you know, 90s, comics fans. the 90s sort of like, yeah, uh, perhaps was a time, you know, it wasn't the, the anti hero overload, yeah, just like, yeah. oh, god, fucking Lobo. Mm -hmm. Um, hey, did you guys get caught up on Human Target? Yes, yeah. oh, yeah, we have yeah, not yeah. talked about yeah. that. 
We have not talked about let's, that. Let's uh let's leave on 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 that one then. Oh, I had a book. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. Read read a book. We can talk. Well, this one will be quick, but I did re- I did remember that I read um One Dark Night, Batman One Dark Night by Jacques. Another oh, uh I didn't artist ah, writer. The sec the second issue came out. Mm-hmm. Of that came on. It was uh it you know, I, I love Jacques art. I love when he draws Batman. Yeah. Love when uh, he draws anything. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Um, but I don't know if he's the best storyteller yet. I think uh, you know, it's like this is yeah. this is a cool kind of thing, but it's like ah, eh, the story's it's it's a uh, he's not he's not where Sean Murphy has gotten. No, I don't think so. It's well, it's just not very unique. I mean, this is just sort of I feel like I've I've seen this story. You know, there's a there, there's been a few movies that are basically this story. It's the Warriors. It's Twenty One Blocks. Yeah. It's I think there was a Bruce Willis movie. You know, it's it's the same kind of thing of like he's got to get somebody across town, and you know, it, there's a time That's limit sort of thing. It's kind of kind of kind, kind of, of neat to you know juxtapose that to talking about sean murphy's the this world that he's created because that's it's hard it's like how are you going to tell a new batman story mm-hmm. that doesn't yeah. feel old or trite and i think what what i'm hearing from you about this jock series is that he hasn't unlocked that in the way that sean murphy has i mean it's not bad it's it's fine it's just sort of like um i it, it, you know his art is fantastic and it definitely carries the book but uh it, it's not even okay so the basic story is like there's this, this villain one of his villains emp who he's trying to get across gotham and you know there's a bunch of people trying to stop him but like the the characters that are trying to stop him like i feel like it would have been much more interesting if it was a bunch mm-hmm. of his villains mm-hmm. but it's like gangs and like yeah. you know cops and it's just not that that interesting of a of a story really you know as opposed to if it was the penguin and the riddler and catwoman like why wouldn't you just do that if you're going to go kind of tropey anyway where it's just sort of like you know this this there's this ticking clock and you got to get from a to b across gotham and you don't have any of your resources that you normally do i mean that's a pretty Mm. standard kind of action movie story well if you're gonna do that anyway at least give me the rogues gallery at least give you know i mean like i feel like this is in in you know uh in someone else's hands, it would have been like a Tim, yeah. Sale. you know, if you, if this was Tim sale and, and Jeff Loeb, you know, exactly what you were going to get. You're going to get every one of his yeah. villains for a different reason at a different, you know, mm-hmm. sort of unique setting, uh, trying to stop Batman from getting across the city. And, and this isn't really that it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a story that's not that interesting, uh, outside of, um, the basic plot you know and it's just like eh, i don't know mm-hmm. I, it, like i said it's really pretty i mean he he draws a great batman and and it did make me think like i want a um and they exist someone has already created them but but i want like a gotham city uh subway map oh uh, nice. I, yeah. think would be, I just want one i'm, I'm gonna buy one i think i saw one on etsy and i want to put it up on, on my wall but nice. um yeah, I don't know. It was it it, it it kind of is weird. I was just like, eh, not not as great. Yeah, of a story as I would have hoped mm-hmm. it would have been. No, I get it. I get it. Uh, Greg Porter said, if you can make Wonder Woman a vampire, I think Lobo can be a vampire. True, and that's a good point. True and enough. I think he his next uh, his next comment is, I, I think something that every comic book fan should yeah. embrace. Because he's yeah, he's yeah. absolutely correct. He said. Also, I think uh, in comics the answer to can blank happen to blank. The answer is always definitely. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. Good good points, Greg Porter. That's why we keep you around. Tom Tom said something uh, <laughs> one time that always stuck with me, and that was you know when someone you know asked how strong is Superman, the answer is as strong as the writer needs him to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. To tell the story, just yeah. you know, yeah. strong enough to get it done. But how fast is the Flash? Fast enough to as fast as he needs to fast be. As he needs <laughs> it to be. All right, 
Human Target. Um, do we want to go full on spoiler on Human Target? I mean, it's been up for what three weeks? Yeah, about now? three weeks. Yeah, sure. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter because it's yeah. not like <clears throat> canon DC Universe canon, right? It's Black Label. Yeah, it's so Black it's Label. Like a... It's yeah. yeah. But I just wanted to know if you guys wanted to, you know, like talk. spoiler, spoiler alert. alert, human spoiler alert, issue six, issue six. Yeah, I think yeah. issue six. So this is the Guy Gardner cover, and uh, um, yeah, it, that was uh, that was a fucking dark moment that. I that was kind of the moment of this book so far for me. <laughs> I was not expecting um ice to freeze guy and then uh and then him to be punched into a billion pieces yeah. and and die. One punch. I, that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at all. It was it was a surprise moment for sure uh and kind of gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh uh so Christopher and, and Ice um killed guy yeah yeah so uh, and who is the woman on the last page is that that's not fire um oh, i'd have to look again i don't remember it's been three weeks since yeah, i read it so she I was a uh, brunette so yeah i'm not exact they're always trouble <laughs> let's see yeah i wasn't sure who the person at the end was i thought it was fire but yeah, and is fire? I mean, fire is still like the leading suspect for who who killed him, who poisoned him, right? Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah, I mean that seems where it's headed. I mean that she she's the one who gave the money or got the money from Beetle. Yeah, to give to John, <laughs> which is a weird yeah. Who she's got some kinky um, sex thing going on with? Well, you know, I mean, this is a book, man. Danger. <laughs> uh, it's a different, yeah. yeah. It's a different kind of book. Um, yeah, it's. It, I don't. I, honestly, I was really having fun with this book mm-hmm. until this issue, and then it's like, all right, I don't like. I, I mean, Guy Gardner is another one of those characters that like Lobo. Mm-hmm. Who I think there was a time, and maybe there still is, where like people hated Guy Gardner or thought he was, yeah. you know, he shouldn't exist or something. And I was like, no, fuck that guy is exactly the character he yeah. needs yeah. to be. Like he, you don't have to love Guy Gardner, but as a person, but as a character, you know, there's nothing wrong with Guy Gardner existing, you know, as yeah. a Green Lantern, as an asshat. Yeah. Well, um, if you're telling you know, if you're telling a Justice League noir, which is kind of what this is turning into, right? Um, I, I, yeah, I you know, so. if this is a if this is like a you know nineteen you know fifties noir movie, um, yeah, he would be an asshole like that. He would be the the possessive ex boyfriend, and and he ends up yeah, wrong place, wrong time. So the woman at the end of the issue is a blonde. Oh, she is a blonde. Okay. Well, yeah, she has light hair. She doesn't have dark hair. Fire? I don't think it's fire. And it's someone that he knows. Yeah. Uh, you know, because she, you know, she's like, Hello, Christopher. It's nice to meet you. Or it's nice to see Mm -hmm. you. It's been a long time. Uh but I don't. Yeah, I don't know who it is. I don't know. I guess we'll have to. We'll have to wait to find out. Yeah, I had mixed. I had mixed feelings about the issue yeah yeah i just kind of felt like eh, i don't know like i i guess like it's the 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 mystery part of it is interesting i guess to mm-hmm. me like sal was saying i guess i'm less interested in the 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 interactions between the characters are much more interesting in this book when it's based upon like the friendship of being in the justice league and how friends interact with each other or people who are ideally like, you know, like blue beetles relationship with booster gold. Like, and I thought that issue was really interesting and sort of like talking about like how the, the relationship between these two characters, what it means for them to be friends with each other, you know, Mm -hmm. like what does it mean for ice to be friends with, blue beetle what does it mean for ice to be friends with fire you know like 
what role does Martian Manhunter play in this? And I guess I feel a little bit like I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. Like guy, isn't that in this version of guy, isn't that interesting? Like he's actually like less interesting than the guy Gardner from the comics, like the regular DC universe guy Gardner. If that may, right. if that makes sense, like it's kind of like, ah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. I guess that's one way of thinking about guy. Of course it's only halfway through who knows that's the weird thing is that this is this is going 12 issues and i feel like i feel like there's a really long way to go yeah that we've come a long way yeah so so who knows but that would be my only mixed that's Mm -hmm. sort of my mixed feeling about the guy gardner part of it it's sort of like oh this character isn't that interesting like well it's a weird thing too because it is you know like you said it's like this noir story so the hero is our detective Mm -hmm. and it's a weird thing when you have this character in, you know, Christopher, whatever the hell his name is, uh, Target. <laughs> Christopher, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Chance? Is it Chris Chance? Christopher yeah. Chance, right? Um, who is, you know, this D level character. And he's the hero in a story surrounded by a bunch of more popular characters. Mm-hmm. But you know, because you're sticking to this noir idea or, or format, well, they all have to be shittier than him. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it's like, am I going to end up not liking ice? I mean, it, it's pointing in the direction that like fire and ice are characters. I'm not going to really like in this, at the end of this book, I, you know, it's like, am I not going to like blue beetle? Am I not going to like doctor, you know, midnight? Am I, it's like, it, kind of at the end of the day Christopher Chance is the hero of the story right so he's going to you know be the least if you look at a noir he's going to be the least despicable he's going to be the only one with a code at the end of it and I don't know how interested I am in seeing that play out necessarily with a bunch of characters that I kind of like yeah you know and not to say that it's not well done Mm -hmm. But it is just this inherent thing of like, you know, I don't, I mean, you know, this was, this just kind of, like you said, took a Guy Gardner character who I think is kind of can be played as a complex character mm-hmm. in the regular DC universe. And it was just sort of like, well, let's put a, a wife beater on him with some stains on it. And, you know, not that, you know, figuratively, not literally, and make him that trope of a noir abusive ex-boyfriend and so when we kill him uh the audience should kind of feel okay with it but it's guy gardner so it's we- it's a weird you know what i mean like it's this weird kind of paradox yeah i don't know uh yeah it's, it's a little odd I, I mean not that i like i said i've, I've really enjoyed the story up until this point but this issue sort of the midway point of like oh i don't know is, is this where we're going with this yeah it made me feel weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and sometimes like mm-hmm. you can be like this comic made me feel weird in a good way and this one wasn't necessarily a good way it was sort of like a, yeah i don't know yeah like, tom has yeah. done this a few times with his stories i felt the same way about warshock that it's just like okay what is this and then he pulls it together and yeah and yeah makes a pretty amazing story out of it so in in tom i trust yeah I'm, i mean i'm certainly going to keep reading it uh, there's no no you know i'm just saying this particular issue it was sort of like oh all right i don't know i don't know yeah, yeah you know, it just how, feels like we spent so much time with all the other just giving so much depth to the other Justice League characters, even if like it's like Martian Manhunter has got like a weird fetish thing with fire, you know, like even that's like at least like building something into the character. And Guy mm-hmm. is just sort of like kind of dumb and like a, yeah. and just sort of like yeah. not complex so far. Maybe we find some secret out though. He's dead, so. I don't know how that's going to happen, right? But, you know, like that... Yeah, I think we're done with that. It is comics. You can come back. Mm -hmm. Enough willpower. Where does Rain go? Good question. Where does Rain go? 
Where does Ray Where did his ring go? Oh, well, in search of another uh, uh, Green Lantern, yeah. right? Someone with uh, will, incredible willpower. Yeah, but would the um, ring, like, I don't know, I'm thinking ahead. So it's like, would the ring not know that they killed him? Uh, I don't, I, uh, well, what's it going to do? Like, defend him after he's dead? I don't know. I don't think the ring, they don't do that. They don't? Okay. That seems no. like they could build that in. Yeah. Be kind of useful. I don't know. Are the rings sentient? Has that ever been? I don't think they're sentient beings. They just have a programming yeah. where it's like, oh, this this guy's no, yeah. this body's no good. I got to go find another host. They're not. I don't think they're like sentient. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I it's like they're it's like, like one a, of those things where I think it's like again, it's like they're as smart as like as, as, as you, you needed, needed to, to be. be. But yeah, I mean, they're not like yeah. each ring's not like a living thing, you know? Right. It's like a I. It's like a, uh, it's like an apple. But there's watch. definitely, <laughs> it's definitely been used in stories that the ring records whatever happens to its Green Lantern. Yes, like, that's, that's what I thought. That's come up in many stories of like, yeah. oh yeah, so yeah it's yeah, like, yeah. yes, I could see that being a twist. So they should be busted. All right, I, we'll see. I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll know more in issue seven. We'll find out. All right. To be continued. Um, what do we got coming up here? Uh, K Billy Super Sounds. Super Sounds talking about uh, Death Proof. And we'll talk about uh, Planet Terror probably a little bit and, and Machete. And uh, all Machete. Uh, yeah. All that uh, this week with our buddy Will Pfeiffer. So uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> So look forward to that. Uh, them, uh, them, uh, ACTV the following week. Uh, Tom, you got any Tom versus coming up? Yeah, I'll get to it, man. I got it. I got it. Okay, that's good. I understand. Uh, it's good. I'll get. It's cooking. It's all good. I'll get there. I'll get there. I understand. Uh, yeah, that's all we got uh, on the the Patreon coming up. Once again, thank you for doing that. Uh, email the show info at aroundcomics.com. We love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Love listener yeah. emails. And call us, yeah. call us, oh, not live, yeah. not live anymore. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 312 967 6282. We'll play it, we'll play it yeah. on the air. Uh, you can say whatever you want, yeah. we don't care. All right, buy stuff. Hey, you can support the show Ooh. at slash shop. There's shirts and all sorts it's of stuff. Coffee new mug. Logo. There's coffee mugs, there's hats. Uh, oh, you check. Also, try. I got to get another another coffee mug. That's why I keep changing the logo just so you'll buy I got three of them. Mug. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for your support. We really appreciate it. We will be back next Thursday talking about all sorts of new comics. Remember, your new trade talk is uh, Once in Future by Karen Gillen. Uh, I don't know who the artist is. We'll find out. And then we thought it was Alice in Future. So we'll be, uh, we'll be talking about that uh, in a month. Fine. In the meantime, in the trees, we'll be everywhere. In. Got the kids. Shave your balls. <laughs>